Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Another edition of the EKN Face-to-Face Show here on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's a little different time-wise because our three guests are really stretched all across the U.S., one in Florida, one in California, one out in Hawaii right now. Uh, so we kind of had to dial things in. So it's a 7 o'clock Eastern uh, time zone show, almost that primetime kind of show. This is going to be a really interesting one. Uh, obviously, one of the big things that happened over the last couple of weeks was the fact that Rock uh, Cup USA was indeed able to get an event uh, completed in Las Vegas. The Rock the Rio event uh, brought a, a lot of teams and drivers out to the Rio to go racing to cap off uh, the season. And one of the really cool things was obviously the big win for Oliver Askew on the track magic. Oliver, a driver who came up through the karting ranks before uh, getting into the road to Indy, and of course being victorious there and eventually uh, working his way into his first year of IndyCar racing this year. He came back and hooked up with Track Magic, and another name that is an iconic name when it comes to North American karting, uh, the American main manufacturer that uh, continued to build karts into the mid-2000s and then uh, essentially went away at that point uh, after the passing of, of the, uh, the owner, Fausto Vitello. Uh, the brand has been brought back, though, and we'll talk kind of how that got the brand came back, just on some passion projects of people wanting to go back racing the, the, the machines. Uh, but again, a, a really cool story of Track Magic coming back, the owner's group helping to fund Squadra Track Magic, which is a new Track Magic branded machine, working with Gary Carlton at GFC Karting, and then they get Oliver Askew to come racing. And those are the three people we have involved. Gary's here, Oliver's here, and Jason LaPointe, former factory driver for Track Magic, uh, multi-time race winner, champion, first ever uh, Scuzo Promoto Tour champion as well. Uh, he's going to come and join us. Let's bring these guys on here right now. We'll start with Jason, bring in Gary. Grab Oliver, put the right thing on here. Guys, thank you for coming and joining me here on Face to Face. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having us. Great to have you. So this is this what I love about this is it spans my entire career as a journalist because when I first started Shifter Card Illustrated, uh Jason LaPointe was the champion track magic driver. Then of course we moved over to 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 Gary winning races for track magic and eventually a couple of super nationals. Then of course Oliver now. Uh, on the black and yellow as well. This is kind of a cool, uh, a really cool thing in terms of my entire twenty-something year career. Uh, first and foremost, I think let's get let's get started first, uh, Oliver. Let's let's talk about the race itself, and then we'll kind of go back into the origin story of it. Uh, yeah, you, you run your first year in, in IndyCar this year with Aaron McLaren SP. Uh, then all of a sudden, I, somebody sends me a, a picture of a, of a suit, a carding suit with Track Magic on it, your name on it. I'm like, okay, this is really cool. <laughs> you end up. How did how did you connect with Gary and Jason to be a track magic driver for Rock the Rio? Well, for a couple of years now, ever since Gary started his uh, his company, both GFC and uh, when he started Track Magic or restarted Track Magic as well, um, you know we're, we we talk all the time. You know, I grew up with Gary at yeah. Ocala Grand Prix. I spent summers at his house, and um, we we're always talking about uh, you know getting back into karting and doing doing a race specifically in Vegas. Um, and, it, and it just happened to come together this year. So um, I was super happy to to make it happen and to kind of go back and, and support Gary and support Jason and, and the karting community. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't really expecting to do that well because I was out <laughs> of it for for uh, for about five years. And yep. um, I I think in some aspects I'm a better driver than I was back then. Um, so it's kind of cool for me to like feel that and, and to uh and to experience that i can imagine because you you've developed your racecraft and everything you've done in cars and it transitions back into karting and you're able obviously a more mature uh, driver now as well gary let's go to you and ask about this how, your side how did this kind of come together was this kind of an offer that you were like hey listen when you're ready we want to have you come and race 
it could have been on a GFC product. It ended up being part of the Track Magic program. From, from your side, your vantage point, how did this come together? Um, to be honest, I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that are always going on. I don't know exactly how it intertwined, but I think I, I believe it was Jason saying he wanted a second driver because we saw what happened with Matias last year mm -hmm. with only having one driver. Yeah. Um, if you have a certain type of problem or crash out, then you, you know, your one lone duck is out of the water. And a second driver, I think, was what his intentions were. And I immediately I thought of Oliver because, I mean, to kind of touch on saying that he didn't know how well you do, I kind of had a feeling that he would do really well, and he, he proved it in the testing that we did. Kind of, we did a little covert uh, test before yeah. we did uh, the race in Vegas, and I kind of saw it the very first day yeah. um, in the test that he would do very well. And I think his necessarily his race craft and everything wasn't better, but I think his just mental capacity, being being in an Indy car and being you know, he's gone through the ranks. I mean, it was kind of completely different but then the same they were saying some things that were completely different working with oliver than when i worked with him in the past and obviously some things were exactly the same but like the biggest things that i saw was i remember he always used to be and i think with any young driver they're always so focused on you know was that the fastest who's the fastest <laughs> and um, I don't think Oliver asked me once who was the fastest or how far off are we i mean you just come off the track every like very mundane every time like this is what the cart's doing. And then I just say to Sonny Cervelli, the mechanic, we're going to, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this. And it wasn't never like, oh, is that going to be better? Is it going to be worse? It's just, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that, you know, I would think it was, it was mostly just mental capacity and be able to, to give feedback what the cart was doing and, and um, you know, the intense level level of feedback. I, I think Oliver's intensity has always been there. His work ethic has always been there. And that's not changed from the day he worked with us in Ocala, but just yeah. the amount of, I guess, mental capacity to be there and just go, okay, this is what it's happening. This would make me faster and like zero emotion about it. Just like, this is what I need. And then we just get, give him what he, what he wanted. And then obviously the results show that it, it worked well. I think it's uh, it's such a cool deal the fact that you have such a uh, um, you know a history of working with you with uh, with uh, Oliver coming up through the ranks when he was a lot younger of course at Ocala Grand Prix we're going to touch back on that let's take the opportunity now Jason to bring you in and kind of let's let's set the stage the origin story of what brought Track Magic back I'll start with the fact that you know you were you were one of Track Track Magic factory drivers in, in the late uh, 1990s of course you won the first year the Supercarts USA Pro Moto Tour when Jim Early was running the program then uh, Track Magic was that's when it was like probably at its zenith at that point with yourself and Kyle Martin and Oliver Rowan and so many drivers, Rudolph, Paul Marito, Buck Walter. You go through the guys that ran track magic back in the day. And of course, Mamo Gidley as well. How, how did this whole thing come together that the track magic owners group on Facebook was just a bunch of guys who were really passionate about restoring track magic, you know, bringing them kind of back. It turned into more than that, more, more of a, Hey, we want to get this brand back out there. Right. Right. So two things happened at the same time. Um, one was myself and Howie Adelson and Ryan Fow. And, uh, and I mentioned it to a few other guys that, Hey man, I really want to, you know, see what what's going on with track magic, you know? And so we thought, well, you know, let's see. And Howie had all these connections. He started a lot of companies, including Gearbox, you know, yeah. and you know, a bunch of what Howie's done in the past. And yeah. so he goes, Oh, well, I have this guy and we can find out. And, 
So at that same time that we were trying to see what was up with the trademark and the whole brand, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, a couple of years passed and then, you know, uh, you know, Bob um, Irks and the, the group started on Facebook, a very small and Joe Fong had kind of been around and kept in touch with us and stuff. And, and then all of a sudden we, we, you know, we nailed down the trademark and this group started going and then everybody was getting together and then there's some real enthusiasts like, yeah. like Don Delea, who's buying track magics, like, like crazy. Don's got a lot of track magics. And, <laughs> and, they, and then they're like, Oh, we're going to do groups and barbecues and big rich and gorilla barbecue. And it's coming out and, you know, people are getting together and all of a sudden it was a hot item. And, and I'm like, oh man, this is this is really cool. This is kind of what I wanted was to bring it back, keep it alive, keep those relationships alive. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've been friends and best friends with all those guys you just mentioned for a, a, a while. You know, Kyle Martin and I and Oliver. I mean, we go to Disneyland together with our families, and you know, we've yeah. been everywhere and stayed in touch and done things over the years. And that camaraderie and that history we've had and that you know friendship and brotherhood. I mean, that's. That's what I saw down at that race with, with Gary and Sonny and Oliver Askew and uh, Mike, even Cole and his dad, uh, Scott. Um, it's like a rebirth, and it's really cool to see this type of connection again. And, yeah, you know, we, I'm like, this is what brought us together. This is why our group is here. And now instead of just being, oh, those guys were pretty good 20 years ago, now it's like, well, Track Magic's good now. Now it's yeah. current. Now it's relative. And I'm like, because you can only you can only rehash the past so much, and then you got to look forward. And now, now we got the race team we're moving forward with. We've got a lot of recreational events and uh, you know rally schedule that we got shut down here. And, yep. I mean, oh, wildfires, COVID. I mean, you name it, it all happened at the same time. And that's right. So, but no, that's going to happen. And then you know we've started talking about some other things over the winter here, including uh, Oliver and I. Um, so. I'm thinking, you know, we've got some fun things ahead of us um, and we've all got the same overall goal um, with the brand. It's just it's, it's, it's going in a bunch of different directions right now. I mean, the recreational side, you know, the older carts. Um, I'm really liking this rebirth of the ADCC program in NorCal. Yeah. I mean, I'm a shifter cart fan. I mean, I'll be honest, like if it doesn't shift, I mean, I don't <laughs> it was shifter cart illustrated. That's what first, it was. Right? Shifter yep. cart illustrated. It yep. was uh Scusa didn't have anything but shifter carts. Yep. yep. So I don't know what happened, but I had to come back to carting because someone screwed it up. <laughs> so. Hey, listen, Gary, let's go to you now. Uh, obviously, uh, wildly successful GFC carding. The amount of uh, the success that you're having, the, the development you have with the kids, we'll get back to that a little bit. The amount of time that you put in, I don't, I don't know that there's anybody in the sport right now that's dedicated as, as, as much as you are to the product line, your company, and and all your customers. What does it mean to you? Because obviously you were the final Track Magic factory driver before we lost uh, Fausto. Uh, you were there. You were sleeping on the cot. You know, you had the FTR. You had your own chassis that you essentially kind of designed. It was your your baby. You've got Track Magic, the logo, the black and yellow back again. We talked about the two different chapters, right? There's the first chapter, and then there's this new chapter that's developing, and it's underneath your tent. How, tell me how, what that means to you, to be able to, to, to you to be able to have that Track Magic back again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been really cool. I mean, I guess I'm not one of those guys that in the moment sees what's probably happening. I'll probably look at it, you know, five, ten years from now and go, oh, that was yeah. that was really cool. I mean, I, like, 
I just all I'm always the guy that's looking at it at the moment. How can we get it faster? <laughs> how can it be faster? How can we develop it? Um, but honestly, I think I, I feel the most out of it when you just see the reaction that people get out yeah. of it and how, how much people seem to, to, to enjoy it. And they always come up and we get many people that come up. It looks so good. It's great to see it on the track. And um, I think I'm just so wrapped up into the, every time that we brought it to the track, I'm just worried about tire pressures or what wheels should we be using? What yeah, materials? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah, that yeah. guy. I, yeah. I, I'm in it. I'm in there to win. I, I think it was even one of those times. When we did it last year when they had the track magic owners group they had the tent and they had the little ceremony thing go going on martin came in he's like gary like they're doing a whole ceremony here like you probably should go over there and, and I, I think it was my um myself and Matia madami just sitting there like just going over all these things that we, we wanted to do for the next day yeah. and it was like oh I guess, I guess i better go over there show my face but um yeah i mean long story short i think it's it's really cool i think It'll be one of those things I realize how cool it is after the fact. Um, but, uh, and I really haven't had much time to decompress and really realize what we did even this, this past or what was it a week and a week and a half ago. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I think it's really cool to see, to see the brand back there see how many people are passionate about it and seeing, I think the more core group, I mean, I think, you know, probably 80% of the people out there don't even know what, what track magic is. Um, maybe, exactly. maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but those core group of people that, that know what it is, it, you know, those are the people that I enjoy even spending time with and speed, Alex speed. I mean, when they first came out, I mean, they were like, dude, that is so cool. Obviously they were, they were a big, uh, big part of track magic. Yes. <laughs> we pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. It's time to put 2020 behind us and start planning for 2021. Get out your calendar and mark off the dates for the fastest growing Rock Cup program in the U.S., the Challenge of the Americas. It's our 14th season and 2021 will be the biggest yet. We set a new series record at Cal Speed last February at 142 entries, and that's where we're kicking off the year on January 22 to 24. We're picking up where we left off, and it is going to be huge. As always, the challenge features three weekends at three of the finest tracks in the West. And for 2021, that's Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, and Sonoma in NorCal Wine Country. Our classes include Micro, Mini Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our Multi-Manufacturer 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters level, and our well-supported Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters program. While other West Coast programs are shrinking, the Challenge of the Americas and Rock Cup are growing. Don't miss out on the fun, the atmosphere, and the hardcore racing of the Challenge. Prizes include tickets to the Rock Super Final in Italy and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. The Challenge opener is less than three months away, so head to our website at challengecarding.com, pull out that calendar, and lock in the dates, and we'll see you in Fontana. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. 
Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Yeah, I, got, I, I wasn't. I, I got pictures of uh, of Scott Speed on a track magic at Marshalltown. I think he was. I think it was Formula A. I think at that point. I think didn't Scott Speed win its first track magic's first national championship? Uh, Jason, Taker. I know that. Pat Taker, Pat Taker. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's crazy. So, that's awesome. Okay, he rode. Hey. He rode with me to Marshalltown. Well, listen, and to be real, let's, <laughs> let's, let's bring this up again. This is one of the reasons I wanted to do this because I want to kind of educate people on the history of track magic. It was such a, mm -hmm. an amazing part of mm -hmm. American karting because it was at the forefront of the shifter kart days, as as Jason was talking about that mid nineties when you know that. It, it, but it was an attitude, right? That that was one yeah. of the things. Yeah. That I think the different thing about track magic, it wasn't just a brand. It was a, it was an attitude. It was a feeling. It was you know you you guys were almost like a group of outlaws to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very true. And uh, it's I, I was I was confused because you know I came from the whole carding scene. I was racing in Europe that first year. I was mm -hmm. with Track Magic, and I didn't quite get the whole thing at first. You know, it's like man, these guys are kind of wearing skater coats and stuff. I'm like, I don't, you know, just wearing yeah. it's like what happened to my cool Swiss Hutless jacket? It was very That's Europe. Right. You know, and then I realized, oh, man, everybody loves his stuff. And then I, I got, the, you know, kind of got into it, learned to love the brand. And uh, I like being different. I like the fact that, you know, we could start something and 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 uh, and, and finish it um, being different. And I mean, now it's a little bit. Obviously, we've had to change things, but this Gary Carlson's GFC brand and track magic are it's one thing you know i mean we're not there's nothing to hide there this is very uh i talk with my hands under my face that's all right it's 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 one big passion and one big deal i'm helping out track magic owners groups helping out and we sponsor you know we're trying to pick you know the best drivers we can put in there oliver obviously one of them my only real requirement was i i like helping american drivers you know yep. um and uh, because, I mean, we all, you know, everyone who's tried to be an American driver and make it all the way to IndyCar like Oliver has, you know, we've all had our struggles. And, and anything we can do to promote, you know, young American drivers moving up, that was a great theme in Track Magic for a number of years. Um, but, you know, the GFC brand and Track Magic brand together, it's not no more different than, I mean, this is dating me, but when you're running Atlantic with Cameron Motorsports, and it's link sponsored. Yeah. You know, you call it the links car, but it's Cameron Motorsports. So this is GFC Motorsports. It's a track magic cart. I yep. mean, it's yep. the same thing, right? And we see it all over now. I mean, uh, different cart manufacturers have different branding. The difference is we have a, a group of enthusiasts and these this group is intense and 
they never lost a competitive edge. I mean, obviously you saw my video, right? I mean, I'm, I'm nuts. I can't be there. I can't do what Gary's doing every day. I mean, yeah. the amount of hours this guy and travel he does every day is insane. And I know the amount of time Oliver puts into his racing career and what that takes, the intensity. I mean, it's, um, you know, you got to do it while you're, while you're younger. Cause that's right. Hey, listen, there, on, there, was, there was some good video. Like you said, uh, your wife took a picture of you when you're watching the split screen with, you know, the, the, the whole deal from the race itself, the live one live feed from, I think it was Don was having the live feed and the, 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 uh, the live timing Gary, there was some video of you that came out too, uh, right at the very end after, I think you had, after the, 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 the whim was there. And I think it was you, I think you were hugging Mike speed. I think you could see there was pure emotion. Tell me, give me the inside, the real, how did you feel when he had won that race? I like Oliver's smile already. How how emotional was it for you to to, to win that race? Um, it was it, it was a big deal for me because we had won the the senior race with Jake Drew, which yeah. my first national win in the, the tag category was massive. And then knowing that we had a good shot of winning the race in the shifter category, I mean, there's you don't get very many opportunities to win both the premier classes, senior classes at the same race at the biggest race of the year. So yeah. like there was, I mean, it, obviously I, I was watching Oliver during the race, but I also had eight other drivers in that race. So, I mean, I'm t trying to um, watch all these guys. Cause you know, I want to have that, you know, feedback for all the other drivers and everything. And, and honestly, the last couple laps, Oliver has pulled a little bit of a gap on Myers. So I was actually really watching uh, Hunter Pickett a lot. Mm -hmm. Because he was coming up strong too, but to when then Pickett made the uh, last lap pass, the last, like when it was the second to last corner, he got around the guy to get podium. And like that, even the the Oliver deal. I mean, it was like one of those races that we were. It's kind of ours to lose yeah. at that point. I'm so kidding. you, um, and then for Hunter to get on the podium, two drivers on the podium, two different drivers that I haven't put on the podium at a race like that. I mean, it was good. It was, and it, you know, obviously the amount of work and, and everything, it, it was just good to let it out. And honestly, I didn't like, I, I, you know, it was, it was, I was happy. I was stoked. And then when I see the mechanics and when, how stoked they are, that's when it becomes, you know, more, you know, when you see yeah. the people that are, that you've made have or they've uh, collectively as a group have put in the effort and their ha happiness and it makes you even happier. We got Oliver back. Lost him now. He's, I think he, I think he went to the phone. So Oliver's there. We'll get him back there. Doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened to my wife. We're good now. <laughs> That's all right. We got you back. Uh, Gary, continue to talk about the just the emotion of getting that victory. How, let, let me go th this for you, Oliver, because you work when you were so much younger. Obviously, you were working as a junior, whatever it may be. You were working there. You got there's a shot there of you and, and Gary working. How, what does it mean to you now to be able to bring in this big national victory, you know, the major shifter card event uh, with, with no Supernats this year, the kind of rock the Rio was the major shifter card event. You end up getting that win for, for GFC. That's got to be, uh, that's got to have a good feeling in the heart as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh it's a good way to end this, this crazy 2020 season, you know, um, I, I went into it just wanting to have, fun and and i think i think gary gary definitely saw that um but you know this the intensity is still there that's never going to go away but i i had such a good time um 
you know, that the fun was, was back, was brought back into racing for Nick. He's, he's my age. And, you know, I, I don't think I've laughed so much over, over a race weekend or race week. So, um, <laughs> it was just a really good time. And, and just to, to have the good equipment there as well. I didn't really have to worry so much about, um, you know, having to worry about what, what tire pressures use or the gearing because Gary, you know, he's won this race before. And, um, you know, I just pretty much had to wheel, wheel the go-kart and drive as hard as I could. So, which is what I do best. And, um, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a great feeling, and, and, I'm, and I'm still super psyched about it. Uh, you know, Jason, let's go to you real quick, because uh, you know, we, we talked about the fact you supported a couple of drivers. Cole Shave was one of the drivers that was obviously part of Squadron Track Magic. Uh, mm -hmm. Injured ribs. They tried to rest them and, and, and to, to be good yeah. for Rock Rio. He's got the offseason now to get himself back where he needs to be. Uh, what's the future plan look like? For, for track magic i know that at one point you know you built there was 20 carts i think that were built and they were kind of all spoken for where are you guys going with this is, is are you going to want to sort of mass produce some carts or is it going to be kind of a boutique cart or what's it going to be we just had this conversation because <laughs> you know sometimes you just want to win first and then yep. you're like man that's really cool then what's the next step and i've been asking I've been asking that. I think Gary and Carl and I, we were just talking about that. And then we, we got some ideas, um, but you know, mass production. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's got, I, I want it to be a racing team. Um, and I want to help these guys. Um, if we sell go-karts, I mean, that's a, that's a bonus if people, you know, want to do that. I mean, but right now, I mean, what's going to come out, is going to be a, a really good product very limited um yep. and it's going to be race focused and it's going to be awesome every year um and we're going to put you know uh you know as far as the uh, drivers i mean you know cole got hurt but he was fast with hurt ribs down there before he got hurt mm -hmm. and i thought oliver coming in was the best thing that could happen with you know cole um you know and i mean obviously you know looking in the past i had other guys that came back and raced when I was younger and I thought, man, these guys, you know, you, you learn lessons, you know, from teammates and, and that was a really good thing. And, but I like to see this whole program just be really professional. I mean, I don't want to see carding. I, I, you know, I mean, there, I want to see track magic be a, everybody in carding want this ride. This yeah. ride should pay and should be professional. This program should be, Absolutely. I mean, I say professional, I'm not saying PSL truck. I'm saying you show up and you're not paying to sit in the go-kart and you're, you're like super cross. This is the top of carding. This isn't the bottom of anything, but Oliver came back to win is hard. What he did is almost impossible. Yeah. Driver Schumacher came back. I mean, he never, he didn't win the super naps, right? I mean, you yeah. don't come back to carding and just put on a show like that. For him to not be an IndyCar is just, my opinion, stupid because, you know, he's American. Um, you know, I mean, I'll talk shit for Oliver, but um, <laughs> McLaren is going to sell cars in America. You know, I have one. And, you know, why the hell would they uh, want to hire, a, you know, someone who's not American? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But this brand here and what we're doing for karting, I think shifter kart racing needs to have professionals. It needs to have one premier, um, you know, class. Um, and I think that we're going to start it, you know, and I don't care if we show up in a semi and have two go-karts roll out because yep. that's what it should be. And then a whole bunch of idiots like me and the rest of our 
awesome owners group cheering them on in a nice hospitality tent with beverages and Rob's yep. invited, you know, I mean, that's what we're there to do. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of where I see the future going and, but yeah, will there be some go-karts uh, for sale? I think we'll figure out how to sell some carts. Um, and I think we'll, I think, you know, um, we're going to do some other things, maybe have some other stuff. I mean, I'm going to, um, I built that four stroke shifter cart, you know, and, uh, I want to build a, uh, you know, a, a cadet shifter cart. Why is there not cadet shifter carts? I we mean, there the used 60, to be. 60cc back in the it, day, yeah. There are 60 and 80s. Yep. You know, there was, uh, and now, yep. yeah. So, yeah, let's do that again. I mean, <laughs> and let's put a track magic together with one. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we got ideas. I mean, but I, I think Gary, you know, he's on a daily basis. He's got to do what works right now. Yeah. And he's got to do the business the way it works in carding right now. I can come up with the crazy ideas. I mean, that's fine. But um, right now, I think um, I want to make it professional. I want to make their team the most sought after. It's It's got to be the most sought after ride in carding right now. I mean, who who wants Oliver's seat right now? That's it, right? I, I, mean, I, I like that. Yep. So that was the goal. Now, yeah, we're going to move forward. And there's going to be on the big races, you know, hopefully Oliver comes back. And it, well, hopefully he's too busy doing other forms of racing that right. he can't, which is why when we talked about the Florida winter tour, I'm like, um, are you going to call up and say, I got an IndyCar deal and I can't run it, you know, but you know, maybe one off race here and yeah. there, if he's available and we can do it a hundred percent. Um, cause yeah, that's what it takes. And we're, so we're keep, you know, right now Gary's in charge of the driver selection. I mean, I, I didn't even know who Matias was. I didn't, you know, I, I was never friends with Oliver. Um, yep. I never, you know, I'm, I like it. I talked to Gary um, and we, you know, we agree on most everything uh, after it's explained and his team, um, what he's done and who he picks has been really good for the brand. But why would he do all this and not have the say in who it is? I mean, yep. he's in the sport. He's in yep. the sport. He knows. And, uh, and so it's been fun. You know, if he picks the wrong guy and they lose, you know, that's him too. We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Carding Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, 
we live our passion. Team GFC is focused on 2020, and we're set to make our debut at the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour in the East and return for more victories at the Challenge of the Americas in the West. We have arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes, utilizing our all-new GFC RR5 Cadet chassis, which made its debut at the Scusa Super Nationals. Join Gary Carlton and his passionate team in either of these popular winter programs to kick off the 2020 season on a winning note. Team GFC is extremely excited about launching its new Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2020. GFC, live your passion. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. <laughs> hey Gary, let, let, Gary, let's talk about your 2020. Let's talk about the development of your company, GFC, because it really is one of the major success stories, not only of just 2020, just in American karting right now. You you transitioned from being you know a top driver in America. Uh, then you went over, uh, probably the only American we've ever had spend that much time in Europe as a factory driver in Europe and running in all the programs there. You're a two-time Super Nationals winner as well. Two, two or three times? Three times? No, times I, I, two. Two, two. Two? Two times? Two times. Um, and now your programs continue to develop. You just talked about the fact, you know, you, you pushed hard in the shifter cart categories, as we know. You talked about getting your first big national win with Jake Drew in a, in the tag category, single speed. Plus, you've got the, you know, the cadet chassis that's coming on as well which i think is big and that's part of the young driver program look back at 2020 for me and tell me what you think overall even with all this crazy stuff happening with with the COVID 19 pandemic man it's successful season for you guys yeah i just want to touch on something so i don't have my inbox full of stuff do it if if, uh if if anyone wants to be on the track magic you don't you don't email me i'll i'll email you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny all right yeah, yep. I, yeah. that's good uh, don't, don't, don't don't email me don't email jason we'll me we'll email you we'll contact you we'll <laughs> contact you i love it because yeah. if, if i if i'm in charge of the drivers i'll, I'll email you but um no 2020 yeah. i mean it has been obviously difficult for all the race teams and i mean a huge shout out to rock cup usa for making yeah. that vegas race happen um i think they proved that uh it was it was more of a thing they were doing it for the teams, for the companies, for the the businesses that are here in North America, not necessarily for themselves. They weren't necessarily for themselves. I think it was a huge risk for them to go do that and to to you to take that risk for all of us businesses and companies here in the U.S. I think you know hats off to them. I don't think not having that race would have hurt a, a lot of people. Oh yeah, would have would have gone into the winter. I mean, and for them to stick their necks out there. I mean huge kudos to the them and the rock program and i think the racing and the competitiveness of the racing was unbelievable i think one of our drivers was a tenth off of oliver not even a full tenth off he was eighth place yeah and that's that's for a shifter car i mean there was 50 of them just in the senior class and i think you know shifter car racing has been on a little bit of decline uh in the states and to have that amount of shifter carts there i mean i'm obviously a shifter cart uh, fanatic myself, Same. just like yep. Jason, yep. and I think I think all four of us are on on this podcast. And 
it, it was yeah. extremely cool to see the depth. And I mean, there was no one missing. Maybe one driver was missing out of all the drivers that are the top drivers in the, uh, in the U.S. So, I mean, kudos to them for making that race happen. Um, but yeah, 2020 was obviously for us. I mean, it, we didn't really slow down. Um, no, luckily right. we didn't really slow down. Luckily, I mean, all of our, our customers and we, we brought on new dealers. I mean, a huge part of 2020 was me bringing on, or I guess not me, but Formula Works wanted to bring on the GFC brand, Tony yep. Siragusa. And with the help of Travis Irving uh, down in SoCal has been a huge instrumental part of uh, our success of 2020. Obviously, Jake Drew, I mean, as many people want to say, oh, you know, he's a GFC driver and everything. He's a Formula Works driver. That was yeah. a Formula Works team. Of course, I'm, I was help there helping with uh, anything they needed. But that was Travis Irving, Tony Siragusa, and Randy Person, a uh, Sweet Tech Racing Engines that won that race, period. Awesome. And those, okay. those guys. I was helping them as as many as I can, much as I could. But I had my hands full with my own team with sixteen drivers. So, yeah. like I said, Tony Siragusa, Travis Serving, Drake Drew, and the help of Randy Pearson at Sweet Tech Engineers, they won that race on on a product that I developed and helped. But they won that race. So nice, nice. What well, huge talk talk about your your, your driver development program, uh, Gary? You working with the young kids? I think that's one. That's something that's I think so cool to watch. Uh, obviously, I get a chance that you know, from the very beginning with Nico Sarfati, you've added more young drivers. It's something that, that you're kind of building from that bottom, the bottom end to, to work up through your team. Yeah, and I think I guess Oliver would be a perfect example. I mean, I kind of did this. I'm doing the same things that I did with Oliver back in OGP when he was a young driver than that I'm doing now. I'm not yeah. necessarily worried about guys. I mean most kids nowadays and if you're starting at the base level yeah okay but most kids don't they know what the apex is they know what lines they need to take it's all those little other things that driver being being a nutrition being and uh what they should be doing at after the races i mean there's so much yeah. many things that i think can be overlooked that is people come to the race and they want to know how do we how do we get fast right away it's like well if you're not prepared before we even get here you're not ready yeah, it's all the preparations before the race and how many, how much you want to commit yourself in so many other things than just what you do at the track and trying to help drivers realize those things and having a driver like now a professional driver like Oliver at the, the tent, I was really hoping all the drivers would see what he was doing and not just necessarily, you know, driving fast and um, what we did with a lot of the guys. I mean, we, I wanted the drivers to be there and a group um, debriefs and, and things like that. Cause I, I was hoping they would pick up on little things that, yeah. that Oliver and even Hunter Pickett or my, our more experienced drivers would say and do. And, and watch there's so many little things that, that I learned from going over in Europe and working with professional race teams. And I'm sure Oliver learned so much more going through the road to Indy program that it's, like I said, I mean, you don't just show up to a team or go to a race and just go say, yep, we're going to go to a race team. They're super professional. They're going to tune our go-kart. They're going to tell us what to do, and we're going to go win this race. Not even close. It's all yeah. everything that everything that you do before the race, over the winter. And I always tell my customers that the, the championships or the races are not won on the Sundays. They're won at Dixon or Sonoma or wherever the local right. tracks. Totally they're won there. Yeah. The one there, the races, are, the races are how you, 
how you are set up to do at these big national races are predicted or already done way before that race is even started. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. Oliver, let's go to you. Let's talk about uh, uh, this win. Let's talk about just the, the event itself coming in. What kind of expectations did you set for yourself? You, you, just, you said you wanted to go for fun, but let's be real. You pull that helmet on, helmet on and you're going to, to win races. Come on. Oh, well, um, you know, to Gary's point that he just made, we made an effort um, for me to go out to NorCal and we did some testing at Sonoma um, just to make sure, you know, the cart fit right, the seat was in the right position. You know, we, um, Gary scales all of his carts, which I think is brilliant and, and every team mm -hmm. should it's setting the standard for that. Um, and so, and so the, the cart was ready to go right away. And, and, I, and I felt pretty good um, over those three days of testing a month prior. Um, Gary, Gary mentioned, you know, he, I, I, look, I look to Gary on, on, on a lot of opinions on like how I'm, how I'm doing and, um, you know, if he thinks I'm ready. And he said, yeah, I mean, like we, we can go there and do really well. So, um, yes, I, I was confident. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on being top three every single session, which is, which is how we did. Um, it, honestly, one of the best cart weeks I've ever had and one of the one of the uh, biggest races I've ever won in, in karting so um you know I, I thought I was I was done five years ago but I was um, gonna say, I, yeah yeah yeah, I was, where, where, yeah. Does, where does this where does this win rank I was, I was that, that's the next question I had you win you've won a lot of karting events right where does this in in your in your world of your karting career where does this this victory rank well Gary and I had this conversation that uh the night after the race and it's probably in the top three for sure um next to you know the rotex national championship and, and you know finishing yep. on the podium at the, at the world finals and yep. um you know winning a, a championship in europe as well so it's de it's definitely up there and i've i think i've raced in vegas four or five times and i've, I've never never even touched the podium i don't think so uh, well let's, let's really throw cool. this out there your p3 at the rotex uh world finals at nola was seven years ago today Oh really? <laughs> you were third. That, that, that was the last race I think Gary worked for me. Was it? As your mechanic, yeah. yeah. As your personal well, as mechanic, mechanic, it was. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, guys, listen. Let's let let's talk. Uh, let's talk about 2021. Uh, Oliver, are you going to be putting that black and yellow suit on again next year? We'll see. Um, I definitely like to, and I think it's a perfect opportunity for me to give back to the sport as well. Jason and I had a, had a really long conversation the other night, um, you know, talking about how we can maybe put on a karting camp or, um, you know, some, some way that I can, you know, mentor, like Gary said, his young kids on, on the team, I think, you know, it means a lot to me. And, um, I had, I had those people to look up to when I, when I was young and, uh, you know, Dan Walden, for example, and I remember, you know, how, starstruck I was and, and how, um, how in tune I was when he was, he was racing pro Cali Grand Prix, getting ready for his IndyCar season. Um, I think it was the Florida winter tour. And, um, you know, I just, I want, I want younger kids to kind of feel the same way and have like a role model to, to look up to. And, um, I think that's a perfect situation and hopefully we can make that happen. Um, you know, it doesn't even have to be at a, at a, at a race, you know, I just, I love driving carts and, and practicing um, just in general. So I think I'll uh, plan to make a few trips out to California to do that. That, uh, that sounds like that would probably be the biggest win of this entire program. If some kids had a chance to spend some time with you, I think that would be, that would be amazing. For sure.
we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. There's simply nothing like entering the tunnel at the Daytona International Speedway, and Margay Racing is proud to provide a unique opportunity for Ignite Racers in December. This year's Daytona Kart Week, hosted by the World Karting Association, opens the door for this chance, and Margay is offering up a 3-2-1 prospect. Three days of racing, two different tracks, all with one cart and one set of tires. The Dash at Daytona is providing Ignite drivers in Senior, Masters, and Junior with the opportunity to race at both the 24-hour Roval course with the WKA Road Racing Series and the traditional sprint track for the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series program. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing chassis mated with the Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. It's all made in the USA. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 package, which puts the emphasis squarely on the driver. This unique and historic Florida event kicks off the 2021 Ignite Major schedule. Learn more about the exact details for the Dash at Daytona, along with Ignite cart packages and arrive and drive opportunities at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and get on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. I love that. Uh, Gary, what about you for 2021? The momentum you guys have built is is ridiculous this year. You started off by sweeping the shifter cart podium. I think we were at Tucson, first round of the Challenge in Americas, right? You swept it there. Like you said, a couple drivers on the podium at Rock the Rio. So just so much momentum. Where are you guys going? Where where is GFC going to be trackside in uh, in 2021? A little bit everywhere. Um, we're definitely going to start leaning on our dealers a lot more too. And the whole idea. So when you have dealers, you can you know spread your legs out. I mean, there's only 52 weekends of the year, and, and where the fifth official team obviously can't hit all the races. So uh, we're definitely going to be hooking up with Mike Rivera from Rivera Racing for the Florida Winter Tour. I'm sure the Rock. A Florida winter tour is going to be very, very strong. Uh, so we'll be going out with him. We're working on the drivers that are going to be coming out from the West Coast. We're going to ship some stuff out there. Um, and then obviously it could be with Challenge of the Americas. Andy Sesman's series is a must hit. In, in my opinion, it's a great series. It. Great people. I mean, you come out there for those races. As, as you know, I mean, just amazing 
environment for, it's, it's, and they have some they go some amazing, amazing tracks i mean obviously it's close for us for there um I, we're going to try to do some some local races also with the kpx we have a lot of drivers in the young driver development program they're going to be hitting those um we have a Senzura rock championship that we we like to hit and then obviously to see where rock goes for the uh the rock fest races and then obviously rock rock to rio and then we'll kind of see what scusa does um kind of kind of a bummer that scusa puts some races on top of andy's um i'll be the first one to say i'll be supporting Andy's series so we'll look at the other the other two races but um you know it's kind of kind of a bummer that we can't make the first one and if you can't make the first one it's i don't know about making the second two um yeah, and then obviously everything that uh, Formula X works will be doing. They're, I know they do a lot of the Tri C's races. They do all the LAKC races, and then some of the Pro Kart stuff. Um, definitely want to support them as much as possible. Like, like I said, I'll be going down there next week. I leave tomorrow to go do some testing with them with some new, newer drivers during the week, and then I'll be helping all their current drivers that are on the GFC product throughout the weekend. So very busy we want to want to make sure that we support our dealers the best in the best way possible and then a lot of support our national race team guys along the way and we'll do be doing a lot of cross deals with the guys i mean any guys that want to be doing the races like the lakc events or want to be doing the florida or any of the east coast events um i'm not going to be trying to use my my official race team. I don't want to be driving all the way out there and, and wasting my time on the road. I want to use my dealers for that. And I think that's a, building a strong dealer network and, and having all our customers utilize all that is, is very important to me. And then any dealer that we want to want to expand with, I want to show the support. And I think that if I show the support and show that if anyone be wants any of my drivers want to go there, go to the dealers, go through them and, and show that our dealers are just as good. And it showed with formula works winning yeah. the national title. Right. Like I said, I mean, that was their own program. Jake drew was not underneath the official tent. They were being using all their resources, all their own tuning. I was just there for backup. They come like I was hovering over that go-kart every session, formula works, Travis Irving, Tuna Siracusa won that race. Not that's awesome. Not G, G they were on a GFC cart, but, my dealer won that race. New dealer in Colorado as well, correct? Uh, in in uh, Utah. Yes, we got Scuderia, right. yeah, yeah. Lattel, Ayrton Lattel, who Lattel, ran, with yeah. us, ran with us. Um, he's going to try to expand in the uh, the Utah nice. uh, realm of things. I mean, obviously, we know that's a, a small market, but uh, he's been doing a great job in, in growing that the GFC brand, especially in the 100cc category. So been really cool to see our, our brand you know slowly grow uh, throughout the u.s and, and without our dealers i mean it's not possible to do that obviously that's being a one-man van and being just here in norcal you have to have those dealers to make it work that's it yeah all right let's wrap up with you jason uh what's okay. what's up uh, for, for track magic the owners group i know you, you guys tried to get a, a big race uh, kind of a fun day oh, there we go now we're showing mm -hmm. some shots of uh, jason the boy that's that looks wow. like super nats i think yeah I probably out the rock pile Dude, old, I like seeing those old pictures, Jason, dude. That's that's good stuff, man. 1999 yeah. Scusa Pro Moto Tour S1 champion. So, owners group. Yeah. This group, I mean, we're, we might hit 500 members by, what, 2021? And I think now that we're doing all this and Oliver's involved and, and, and GFC's growing so fast, our owners group is going to grow even faster. But we, we're going to have a big event. Um 
Chris Hager, Pat Sakers, that place is awesome. I mean, I went out there numerous times now, but I haven't been there for a while, and it's only seven miles from my house. So, um, But we're going to have a big event there. Most likely have an additional event in Northern California in the heart of where most of all the uh, big Trek Magic uh, core members are from. Yep. And um, and then supporting these this uh, junior uh, track day and stuff with Oliver Askew. Um, I think the owners group, Trek Magic, has to be part of it. I mean, I think uh, we're already in the works. I've got, um, I made some phone calls, uh, Howie's helping out. Um, We'll see, see what's available, what weekends. Um, I want everyone in the program, Cole Shade, Oliver, um, you know, Gary, of course, uh, scheduling the events for the Track Magic rallies are hard because Gary's schedule is insane. I, know, I mean, right? trying to get him, you know, uh, dedicated to a weekend and now with juniors and senior program and dealer network. I mean, I don't know, maybe he can come, but maybe not, but yeah, we're going to do some big events. And when these events are, are super cool. So, um, at the event, um, big tents awards, um, we don't do racing. So it's kind of fun because you couldn't go there and do all the fun stuff about a a track weekend without any stress. Um, and so it's it's really cool, and we're you know uh, the restoration of the carts and the appreciation of it. You know, you can buy something on Craigslist for fifteen hundred bucks, show up, yeah. and 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 have a good time. And uh, and they're still not slow. I mean, these carts are still competitive. I mean, I'm watching guys racing stuff that's seventeen years old, um, and I'm like, wow, it still works. So yeah, so. I think the, the group's going to grow, um, and we're bringing in now into the Track Magic Owners Group, a lot of people outside of Track Magic are joining because they like the group. They like uh, what we're doing. Um, I think Bob just sold 104 hoodies. I, mean, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> you know, we give all the proceeds, uh, you know, Squadron Track Magic, um, and so we're going to expand that. So website's coming, uh, online um it's coming uh, jeff deskins is working on something say shout out to jeff right all the yep. old school shots. shout out to jeff i'm yep. gonna forget a bunch of people that <laughs> i talk to them all day every day they know <laughs> my messenger is like i'm like oh no i missed an hour you know so yeah so we're gonna have all that um lots of stuff pop up it's gonna make it more popular and we're gonna support maybe more more drivers if we can but gary Gary's got this program down pretty good for what we want. Yep. And so that's all good. The owner's group is the sky's the limit right now. Cardi needs it. Um, the bigger this pie, the more everybody can have. And, uh, and so that's what I'm, you know, if we can make it bigger on the recreational side, um, you know, that's why is there not? You've seen UTV invasions, UTV takeovers, uh, all types of rallies. I've been in different sports from, you know, ATVs, UTVs, uh, boating regattas. I mean, I mean, you go to Glamis right now for Thanksgiving. There's a quarter million people show up to recreate. There's more money there than a car race has ever seen in its life. And I'm like, okay, let's make it fun, and then it's going to get popular again. I like uh, so that's where we're at. Hi, man. Wilson, I appreciate all you guys. Jason, Gary, Oliver, thank you so much for joining us here on Face to Face. Congratulations on all the success at the Rock the Rio event. Oliver, it's good to see you back out there uh, getting at it. And obviously, uh, great for you, Gary, as well, to get that big win as, as the team owner. So congratulations to all you guys. Track Magic is back. Very cool. Uh, thanks for joining us.
There it is. All right, we'll get, these, we'll get these guys out of here. I'll wrap things up here. Uh, folks, that was fun. It's going to get dark here in Southern California. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Face to Face. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, uh, hit the like button below. Uh, subscribe to this channel as well. We're going to have lots of content coming out here on the eCarding News YouTube channel. Thank you for everybody from the Track Magic Owners Group. I saw a lot of you guys jumping in and, and making comments as well. Uh, we do appreciate it. Great chance to talk to Gary Carlton, Oliver Askew, and Jason LaPointe. Again, three kind of generations of factory track magic drivers. We're done here for this edition of Face to Face. I'm Rob Howden. Book it.